Hi, Stephen Lee with the Logan Update. Today we thought we'd focus a little bit on the growth portfolio and we come to you at, the, uh, at an interesting day at the end of an interesting two weeks here for the markets and, and the portfolios. Um, as we all know, the markets have been a little volatile. We've been in uh, the phase of what looks to us to be like a, a relatively orderly correction within still a, an upward trending market. Um, and a lot of the factors that have been weighing in on the market really get back to some of the central themes and thoughts we've been sharing with uh, with clients over the last uh, several months are actually coming into the year. And if we look at it, at the end of the day, um, at the end of the day, we, uh, you know, you look at the economy and, uh, you know, we're still headed in the right direction. And uh, the economy's come in and delivered performance. It's been a bit better than I think some had uh, thought might happen uh, coming into the year. Uh, we really do see an environment where while the economy is certainly not the most rapidly growing we've ever experienced as investors, it is supportive of those companies that have been able to step back and make the investments to really respond to the profound changes in business practices that have been going on for the last several years. So with that, you have, uh, you know, if we look at the GDP, uh, overall GDP, the first quarter, just as a refresher, came in at 3.1%. Consensus for the second quarter was about a 1.5, and actually the second quarter came in about a 1.9. So again, a little bit better than, than expected. I think the thing that we find that a lot of uh, investors, and we're certainly mindful of, is that we've had good wage growth. We've had, we're now at full employment, um, and uh, you would expect to see a little bit of inflation. So the Federal Reserve, who's the topic of the day now, really spent the last year or so raising rates to try and get back to neutral. What's been a little bit surprising, and is mentioned in the uh, Chairman Powell's speech today, is that inflation hasn't really followed through. And so if you look at core CPI, it's actually started to uh, trend down a little bit. And interestingly enough, non-farm unit labor costs have also trended down. And we think there are really two shock absorbers out there for the economy. One, certainly the, uh, the change in energy and commodities and the way mining uh, and drilling for energy has changed. The fact is that as energy prices get to a certain level, there's new supply that comes online. And that's something that was not necessarily true historically. And the other thing that was interesting about the U.S. economy, which remember, we're 70% consumer. So, um, so a lot of our demand is domestic. So while we certainly need to be cognizant of what's going on in Europe and with the trade negotiations, a lot of our demand is really domestically sourced. And um, our labor, our workforce participation rate, when compared to developed nations, is lower. So in addition to having the reserve of um, energy, um, we actually have this reserve of sort of an untapped labor pool. And what we've seen as wages have increased, we've actually seen new entrants come in to the job market. So, and which was been a nice buffer to, um, to uh, you know, the unemployment rate, which finally got to the theoretical full employment. If you look at the numbers based on the Federal Reserve and the CBO numbers, and what's happened is those new entrants have been rewarded. When they enter the job market, they're finding a job within within a month, and that number certainly uh, certainly improved. The big change, obviously, versus coming in the year was we came into the year with consensus there would be no activity for Fed rate cuts. Certainly, we've already had one. So if you look at how the market's pricing in, there's certainly assumptions now that there's going to be more activity. And um, we think that that could be well-founded when you look at current Fed funds rate, the target rate as the level it came to. It's gotten to be a little bit above the neutral rate of interest. And we're not sure the uh, goal of the Fed is to be restrictive, but rather to be neutral. And so the first cut, 
got them closer to neutral. And let's see if this inf if this lack of inflation sticks. If it does, there certainly could be room for more uh, more neutral cuts. And uh, as the uh, as the comments in the speech were today, you know, the Fed's certainly willing to do what is necessary um, to be constructive of uh, of a continued economic growth rate. And then, you know, that being said, when we all, you know, as historians, we all like to go back and look at history. And you really have to go back to the 60s to sort of see a, you know, one and done rate cut where there isn't, it isn't the beginning of a, of a uh, Fed easing cycle. So there's not a real good historical guide here. Um, so we really think we as investors, you want to become very uh, attentive to what's going on in the economy. And again, focus on those fundamentals. We're not sure what happens with trade. We're not sure how these resolve. But can the management teams of the companies you're invested in, can they adapt? And, um, you know, the interest, one of the other interesting things about China is that um, that wage advantage and that cost advantage they had had been slowly eroding. So we see a lot of companies we look at having already laid the foundations for maybe manufacturing outside of China. And if the tariff issue continues to get a little more challenging, well, the foundation will turn out to be a good thing to have in place. So we're going to watch that very closely. Um, just again, you know, look at average hourly wage growth. At the low end, it's finally started to go up. That, however, has not driven unit cost of labor, again, due to productivity. Um, so with that, you know, where are we and where do we continue to be? Thus far, our technical work uh, is pretty consistent with a relatively ordered correction. The majority of the companies in the growth portfolios are sitting on long-term support levels. Those support levels, fortunately, were a little closer than, the, than, than we were in the fourth quarter. We had fairly significant volatility. And let's just keep an eye on the fundamentals, be focused on how technologies change the industries we're invested in and are the companies we're invested in, are they adapting to that change? Certainly the consumer in the U.S. looks okay. The job market looks good. So consumer spending, again, for the U.S., being 70% consumer, that's all right. That's a good thing. Um, and uh, again, we'll have to be cognizant of uh, whether the tariff activity increased costs and drive inflation. Um, it seems to be less of an issue for the well-run businesses, so we'll see. Um, and again, in the backdrop, certainly the move to cloud computing is really allowing companies to, to get a better handle on their businesses and make better, more real-time based decisions, which in times of uncertainty we think is really critical. And, you know, we'll have to see in terms of what happens with Europe. They certainly have uh, today talked about taking more, more aggressive stance, uh, stance against some of the big U.S. tech names. That being said, you know, we have to step back and say, well, who are the non-U.S. competitors for some of these companies? And we're not sure we see them developed yet. So with that, uh, we remain constructive, certainly attentive. Um, and uh, if you have any questions, please feel free to reach out to us or reach out to your Logan representative. And we look forward to speaking with you again soon. And as a reminder, this material represents an assessment of the market and economic environment at a specific point in time and is not intended to be a forecast of future events or a guarantee of future results. Forward-looking statements are subject to certain risks and uncertainties. Actual results, performance, or achievements may differ materially from those expressed or implied. Information is based on data gathered from what we believe are reliable sources. It is not guaranteed as to accuracy does not purport to be complete and is not intended to be used as a primary basis for investment decisions. It should also not be construed as advice meeting the particular investment needs of any investor. Past performance does not guarantee future results.